Jacques Howard on location to McChamps, 931 Chamber Street, one of the venues here in Trenton that is always introducing new music, traveling artists, national and international, into the capital city of New Jersey. And I'm with The Devil's Cut, uh, all six members, and this is a rotating group of American rock and roll music. Um, they've got some interesting things happening uh, in the near future, especially in 2018. So from my left to right, introduce yourself, please. I'm Zach, play acoustic guitar. I'm Joe, uh, rhythm guitar, vocals. Derek, drums. I'm Corey, play lead guitar and backup vocals. I'm Matt, I play keyboards and backup vocals. I'm Pat Hogan, I play bass and do backups. All right, so American rock and roll, um, you know, generally when you hear that, I mean, uh, depending on how old you are, some people think back to, you know, maybe 70s rock or 80s rock, etc. Um, you had mentioned earlier, Derek, that, that you guys are almost like a, uh, a Springsteen kind of a yeah. feel to you. How would you describe yourselves as a band? Um, I don't know. I mean, they, uh, we all come from varying backgrounds and influences, but it's definitely got more of a uh, late 60s, early 70s kind of vibe to it, you know. Um, Put a more modern twist to those old sounds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. So when you say modern, if, if I were to, I would say, describe you guys as American, like a, a current American rock band. Yeah. Not a pop band, yeah. not a punk band. You guys are an American, American rock band. Spot on. Yeah. <laughs> with like, with spot on. 70s influence, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. some heavy, mm -hmm. heavy guitar. Etc. Big rhythm section. Mm. Yep. Key driven, and, big rhythm. Yeah, a lot of boozy keys in there. Mm. Quite, know, quite like often that. on record, you know, a lot of Phil Spector ish bells yeah. and whistles, you know, if you will. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Definitely. Cool. Definitely. Without the Phil Spector craziness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody's uh, shooting any guns off. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll hold off on that. We'll hold off talking about Phil Spector. <laughs> when Matt records me. <laughs> so um, the quietest guy out of the nine piece that is here um, is uh, the acoustic guitar player. So um, you got a nickname as the Dragon. So uh, <laughs> yeah. there's no way that can come yes. up in a conversation and you not tell the story. I don't know where it came from, honestly. I just I think it was him. Chris, Chris. one day. Uh, yeah. I think I was tripping on acid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he thought I was a dragon. So about right. He's got red hair. Yeah. Fire made breathing. He's made of fire. You know, you know, I think we were just giving each other badass nicknames one day, and you know, I was Snake, and he was Dragon. I'm pissed in, pissed in. Right. No, <laughs> Dragon was the only one that was like, "That's that's really that, cool." That like actually sticks. Yeah. Yeah. So um, earlier, you know, when I was talking to to all you all of you who are here traveling, um, this nine pieces that's here at Champs performing tonight, um, you guys are all very interchangeable, multidisciplined. Um, obviously a nice brotherhood relationship between each other um, not only do you perform musically but you know St. Chris is an author as well and it sounds as though he's one of the main driving forces of bringing all of you folks together you've got some different things coming up in the near future why don't, why don't you take that and talk about that how about you Joe as far as uh, where we're going from here where we're going from here is uh, we plan to stay out on the road for the remainder of 2017 through 2018. Right now we're booked into July, hoping to be into October pretty soon here. And uh, just keep trucking away and playing as many shows. We got a new album coming out March 25th. 
So once that's released, we're gonna run on that until uh, it's time to record some more music. Been working really hard on it, like 10, 11 months. Uh, Matt here has been recording it, mixing it, producing it, and just working his, you know, his fingers to the bone on it. You know, I literally watched this guy not sleep for 24 hours, just sitting there mixing, and um, you know, to the point where I like, I have to tell him to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> like, stop, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's gas crucial. Yeah. It really is. But uh, but yeah, so we've all been working really hard on this album. So you know, it's one of those things where um, we, you know, we've, we've got a few albums out already, but this is the one where I think we're all really, really proud of, and uh, put everything into it. You know, and so we're excited to see. Uh, uh, the response it gets. Mm-hmm. And um, earlier, you know, you were each individually talking about like the whole process of touring and how you you're committed to this, the culture of being an artist and a musician and traveling and so forth. Um, is this going to be taking you guys outside of the country? Yes. Yeah. yeah twenty eighteen. Summer of twenty eighteen. We're going to be uh, overseas for June and July, possibly August. Um, it's early into booking that so there's only a couple of confirmations and but we do have a production company that's bringing us over really excited working with us it's another tour package that uh saint chris differ webster is also a part of we're we'll doing that with the devil's cut saint chris and a band uh the ditch runners from Ottawa, northern wisconsin, wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and doomstar booking is bringing us over there that's mm-hmm. a company Good business acumen of you to give a shout out to the, to those guys who are yeah, taking you over. Yeah, we appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, Luke. Yeah. Thank you, Luke. So, um, what's the 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 feeling been like for the band? I mean, um, you know, you're billed as an American rock and roll band, and it's obvious that you know people outside of the country want to hear what's going on musically um, here. So, can you just talk about that? I'm pretty confident, yeah, there's just an authenticity to the sound that like, I definitely see going over in Europe pretty well, mm-hmm. because, especially since we go for the, you know, we play up the Americanness of it, and I've always heard they love that, <laughs> it's just when the bands come through and just like, rock and roll! That's <laughs> where it was born. So can one of you take the question of um, modern American rock and roll... Um, compared to what's really popular now, like almost like the pop scene or the pop punk thing that's happening, or like the hip hop scene that's happening here or whatever. Like, like how would you describe modern American rock and roll? Yeah. I get. I feel like it's taking, uh, you know, rudiments and then adding, you know, a lot of these modern tools that we have now in the music that we have. We have a lot more capability to do new inventive things and implementing that into that older sound is creating a whole new sound itself. Um, And I guess as far as, you know, what's popular, I feel like this is on the cusp of becoming the next pop punk phase or the next root scene is it's getting back to, you know, everything's recycled constantly. I'm just, you know, we're trying to stay ahead of the game. Mm And, and I'd like, I'm glad you mentioned that, like stay ahead of the game, because this is like an ever-changing, rapidly moving world that we live in, live in digitally. Um, you know, 30 years ago for a traveling band um, in the U.S. to be able to say, yeah, next year we're going to be in Europe in some capacity. It was, 
it didn't really come by unless someone came along and picked you up and said, hey, look, you're going to tour for us, or you're going to open for us. So with this rapid, rapidly changing, I don't know, marketplace of, of music where you are now, how do you feel you fit in, and, and how, do you, how do you maintain fitting in? Um, well, you know, the way we have to do it basically is you have to keep yourself relevant constantly, you know, so that means touring as much as possible, that means putting out as much music as you can, videos, you know, staying on top of social media. We actually have somebody that does all that for us because it's hard for us to continuously do it, but it makes sure that it's constantly relevant in people's faces because uh, the pace of life nowadays with the technology and everything is so fast that people will forget you, you know, the next day mm -hmm. if you're not constantly in their face, you know, and reminding them. I mean, everything's so... Um, ADD now, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. you're just, you're, your focus is being shifted from one thing to another constantly. and uh, So yeah, it's just about really getting out there and hammering at home and making sure people pay attention to you. Mm -hmm. and, it, and if you're good enough, they will. They'll, they'll continue to pay attention to you. But, Anybody else want to add to that? I just think like <coughs> there is just a classicness to the sound and like yes. a, a timelessness yes. to the sound where it's like the modern part of it is really just like recording techniques and stuff but like I feel like the devil's cut would be at home like playing with the Rolling Stones or Wilco like it's just right, versatile. Right, in any decade yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, That's all I have. That's, right, yeah. that's a good point. You know, trying to make mm -hmm. timeless music right. that can be put in any place at any time and um, yeah. I think that's hard to do. We wanted to be career yeah. musicians. Mm -hmm. You know, we wanted to. Right. We chose a genre that's lasted. Exactly. Know? All right, yeah, yeah, the two quiet good. guys here now. You got to step up. <laughs> I got cut off twice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess what I would expand upon that is like we have a very high work ethic when it comes to being a band, which, you know, Derek said we have somebody working on social media and I think that reflects upon that because you know before we had an entire album finished and almost ready to mix and master by the time we got there we had four more songs ready to go so we decided to record those too and a bunch of those older songs got cut just because these new ones are just yeah. a lot more uh, representative of what we're trying to do um, because some of them were recycled songs that we thought that we could make better which we did but the newer stuff that we've done has shown and proven, you know, what who we are as a band more so than some of those songs that we've cut. Mm -hmm. So I mean, that's my feelings on that. Okay. Yeah, I'd say it's like uh, when I came in, I noticed it's like old school songwriting, but with like a modern production to it and like flavors in it. But like the core of it is traditional rock and roll. And I'm glad you mentioned the work ethic, because I think a lot of times, especially young people who are getting into playing music, you know, um, they pick up an instrument for whatever reason, they play something, and, you know, people find out about it, they become the cool kids in school, and then they don't actually develop that talent or that skill. I mean, when you talk about the work ethic, um, I'd like for you to each kind of like just talk about that a little bit, about how important it is, like if you're going to do this, you need to do lots of different facets of it. It's not a matter of, hey, I'm going to learn one chord, 
and you know make sure I look a certain way so I can I can get some opposite sex members etc. <laughs> Saint Chris, he got to chime in, right? <laughs> or same. <laughs> right, same. that's course. Yeah, for sure. I was I was thinking that. Uh, All. I'll tell you what. Um, here's here's what my day consists of. I get up, I wake up, and I put on our album. And I sit there and I air drum to it just so I can keep the tempo right, you know. And I and I have that just in my like ingrained in me. So every time we play, it's the same. Then I start to book shows or do online promotions. <clears throat> then we Joe and I go make merch, and then we're either rehearsing at night or playing a show. And it's literally, you know, anywhere from a 12 to an 18-hour day every day, and seven days a week. We never stop, and that's. The kind of dedication it had, you have to have if you really want to do this. <clears throat> and you know, we're not, like I said, we're not rich. You know, we're tired, dirty, hungry, poor, whatever. But at the end of the day, we get to travel the country, we get to meet great people, we get to play cool shows, see cool things, and um, I wouldn't trade any of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you have to be willing to work doing something every day. If you're not doing something every single yeah. day, then. It's not gonna. Yep. It's, not, it's not gonna happen. Well, I'm sorry, guys. I've got a. I've got the hook. The studio um, here is getting ready to prepare for you guys to play live. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna shut this interview down. I thank you very much for your time. The Devil's Cut uh, can be found on Bandcamp. You can get their information there, and you can tune in to one of the Trenton 365 shows, and we'll be playing the music there. Gentlemen, thank you very much hey, for your thank time. You. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it very much. Great to meet you, Jacques. You rock as well. Yeah. yeah.